Welcome back to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle. Joined today by Chris Veneri as we will be running through a matchup of the week for the Stella League, uh, our local fantasy league that we've been covering all year. And uh, Chris is going to yes, also run through the uh, top eight for the playoffs right now as the season's uh, starting to wind down. So welcome back to the show, Chris, and how are you doing? Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. I'm doing fucking amazing. Haven't been knocked out of the playoffs once in ten weeks. I'm feeling I'm feeling like a new man. I'm feeling like a new fantasy player, honestly. All right, you want to run through our uh, starting or excuse me, our top eight for the league right now? Absolutely. All right, number one hasn't changed a bit. You still got Brendan O'Donnell at number one at eight and one in the first seed, and it looks like he's got the first clinch of the season going eight and one getting that victory last weekend. Um, at the second spot, we got Paul, we got Paulie. He's dangerous, man. He's got Dalvin cook. You never know what the fuck's going to happen with Dalvin. And then of course you got yours truly at number three. Haven't left in a minute. Uh, then number four, you got Kevin. Number five, you got T Y. Barely treading water at five and four. And the funny thing is, all the spots five through eight are five and four. So it's really going to be a race because everybody below that is four and five. But once Uh you get past TY, it goes Nick at six, Jordan at seven, and then somehow John is the last fucking seed. I have no, no idea, but kudos to him. All right, so we're going to have a, a close race down the stretch. Uh, our matchup of the week this week is Team City uh, of Dennis Kelly, uh, currently in 15th place. Uh, looks like he might be out of the playoff picture. And then we got, uh, we got Soul Runner with Nick DeLucas, currently the sixth seed. Uh, so we'll start with the quarterback matchup. We got Dennis is trotting out Lamar Jackson uh, at the Patriots, and we got Tom Brady. For Nick uh, at the Panthers, uh, I'm gonna yeah, roll this is with. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with Brady here because I, I think he comes out, you know, with like a vengeance after last week only putting up three points against the yeah, Saints. I think he's pissed. Yeah, I think he comes out with something to prove in this one. I'm gonna roll with Tom. I'm gonna agree on that one just because I haven't really seen too much out of Lamar. I mean, last week he really saved his whole entire fucking game with that run touchdown. Um, Lamar has been really inconsistent. Not saying that Lamar is, you know, not a top quarterback. He's number 13 right now. But he's either going to get you, like, 18 points or 30 points. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, I think this is a classic 18-pointer from Lamar. And Brady, like you said, has that revenge game. All right, now we'll go on to the running backs where Team City trouting out four net uh, against the Panthers, too. And then we got James Conner for Nick against the Bengals. Uh, I'm going to go with Conner. I just think he, uh, like, guaranteed more touches in Fournette. Uh, yeah, I don't think he can Fournette, go against you know, that. Yeah, he splits touches with Ronald Jones a lot. So, uh, I'm definitely going to go with James Conner against a really bad Bengals run defense here. Now, the only thing you got to watch out for with James Conner, though, is the game script because last week – it looks like they were just trying to throw the whole game after getting surprised by the Dallas Cowboys. And mm-hmm. it looks like they're trying to get Big Ben to play. 
But like you said, it's Cincinnati. Um, Fournette, I see him taking over the backfield by the end of the year, but I don't see him. I, I think Rojo is going to have a swan song game this weekend and put up at least over 100 yards. And Fournette will probably get the uh, finishing touches to that game. So I'm going to have to roll with James Conner on this one, too. All right, now. I'm not sure if he'll be playing this week. You can you hear me, Chris? Now I can. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> my bad. Okay, my bad. Uh, so the next running back matchup, we got Joe Mixon at the Steelers for Dennis, and we got Ronald Jones uh, of the of the Bucks playing at Carolina as well. Uh, Mixon's questionable with a foot injury in this one. I'm not sure if he'll be playing, so I'm gonna go with the. Uh, Ronald Jones here just because I know he's going to be suiting up and getting touches this week. Yeah, Mixon questionable with that foot injury, so I I don't know how you could pick pick him in this matchup. Um, I know that Mixon did not practice yesterday. I don't know if he practiced today or not. I haven't really checked, but I don't see Mixon suiting up this weekend. And you got to think if Mixon doesn't play, he's probably going to go with let's see, he's dot he's got to go with Joshua Kelly. After that, if Mixon doesn't play. So, I agree again. I think Ronald Jones, like I just said, is going to have a swan song and get over 100 rushing yards. And uh, that'll be his last, you know, big game until Fournette takes over. Our next matchup is uh, DeAndre Hopkins playing the Bills. And what should be, you know, a high-level shootout in that game? It's going to be great. And then Nick is starting – Started already, T.Y. Hill. And what was his uh, total points last night? He actually came out with a surprising eight points. Probably his best game of the year. It's his fourth highest game of the year. His first being a 12-point game against Cleveland. Yeah, he's having a, a dog shit year this year. I'm uh, thankful I did not draft T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, so I, I think we both agree that D-Hop will be able to top those numbers this week, correct? I mean, I got D-Hop's on my uh, my good list. He's got that connection with the best quarterback in the league right now. That's my quarterback, Kyler Murray. Um, yeah, I got to go Hopkins. I mean, T.Y. Hilton already played, and the, the Colts fucking, they had everything to do, and they still really couldn't find him. So, yeah, exactly. All right, our next matchup is two Bears receivers. We got Darnell oh, Mooney for uh, the impressive rookie for the Bears playing the Vikings this week. And then we got Allen Robinson, uh, or excuse yeah. me, Mar- Mooney starting for Den- Dennis's team, and Robinson will be starting for Nick's team, both playing the Vikings this week. I think you got to go with Robinson here, despite how impressive Mooney's been in recent weeks. Uh, Robinson definitely the go-to option uh, in that Bears shit passing game but he's still an elite receiver, and I think he'll be uh, in position to have a good night here. Well, I agree. I definitely agree on that. Um, The only thing, though, he was a limited participant yesterday. Not saying that he probably won't suit up. I don't see why Mm -hmm. he wouldn't suit up. But if he plays decoy, Mooney might have a really good chance. But like you said, I don't see them, you know. I don't see Nick Foles being like, let me not hit my top target here when a yeah. third down comes up. So I'm going to go with the 
Robinson, too, on that one. Next, we'll move on to the tight ends. Eric Ebron. This is where it gets uh, interesting, though. Yeah, against the Bengals. And then we got Jimmy Graham versus the Vikings. I'm going to roll with Ebron. I just think the Bears passing game is just pretty putrid as of late. Uh, they've been just a really bad offense, I think, all year. And their record's starting to show that. Uh, Ebron is also coming on in recent weeks, I think. And if Big Ben is playing, you know, banged up, I feel like he's going to not be looking to hit a lot of deep balls and going to be focusing, you know, on those short over-the-middle passes. And that's where Ebron will make his money. So I'm going to roll with uh, Steelers tight end here. You know, I like that take. Um, I think I'm going to have to take the same because I don't see Jimmy Graham getting really involved too much. The only time he really does is when the other passing options are kind of locked up. Um, He is the number six tight end on the year, though. However, I just like Roethlisberger's situation better. Um, They're going against Cincinnati, so I think, you know, if the run game doesn't work out and they switch to passing, I think it's going to be a pretty big day for Eric Ebron. So I'm going to go ahead and agree on Eric Ebron on that side. Now we move to the flex where Dennis is starting. Devontae Parker versus the Chargers, and Nick's got uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. versus the Seahawks. This is a another very uh, close matchup, I think. Henderson projected 18.53 points. That's a big a really big outing, more than both of his starting running backs. Uh, this is going to be a close one, but I think I'm actually going to roll with Parker because <clears throat> I think the the Rams are going to look to do like an all-out passing attack versus that Seahawks secondary, which is giving up the second most points to quarterbacks and the most points to wide receivers, I believe, in fantasy this year. So look for the, yeah, I can see the uh, Rams to attack through the air. And I think Parker will be able to have a good day as Tua's starting to come into his own and uh, made a lot of good plays last week. I think Parker will reap the benefits of that this weekend. I'm going to agree with that. I'm biased to Mr. Devontae because he was actually rostered on my team until about week eight or nine. Because uh, George, Mr. Kittle went down and I uh, found myself scrambling for a tight end. So I'm pulling for Devontae on City's team. Um, I think Preston Williams or Isaiah Ford is out. So I think he's going to get force-fed this game. Just got a breaking news update as we're recording the show. Uh, from Ian Rappaport, Mike Tomlin says he does expect Ben Roethlisberger to come off the COVID list tomorrow. So it sounds like he will be good to, he will be good to play this week. Uh, move right, on to Bruner, the kickers. Sounds like Deontay Johnson's having a party. <laughs> we'll move on to the kickers here where you said City starting Cairo Santos. Yes, sir. And then we got Nick starting uh, Mason Crosby. I think I'm going to go with Mason Crosby here. Packers playing the Jags this week. Uh, 13 and a half point favorite. Sounds like Vegas thinks they'll be scoring a lot of points uh, and kind of blow out the Jaguars in that game. Uh, going to lead to a lot of opportunities for Crosby there. So give me him in this matchup. See, I see that, but I could also see opportunity to ride for Cairo. I mean, mm-hmm. the Bears have been looking for like a solid kicker for I don't know how long. And I want to give Cairo that extra that extra belief. But uh, the Bears are just stinking lately. And like you said, I mean, 
the Packers are probably going to take Jacksonville behind the back of the dumpster and shoot them. So, yeah, I see Mason Crosby getting about 15 scores, three touchdowns. All right, and the last matchup of the week, uh, big-time defensive showdown. Here we got New York Giants, who have playing some good defense in the recent weeks for Dennis against your Philadelphia Eagles. And then we got uh, Nick DeLucas trotting out the Dolphins against the Chargers in this one. I'm going to take the Giants just because it looks like he's he's got the Raiders in right now. Okay, the picture I have. Yeah, that's the Raiders right here. All right, so Raiders got who this week? They're playing Denver. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll take the Raiders then. Denver's offense has been pretty bad through yeah. three quarters of each game this year, and it seems like they kind of get catch fire towards the end. The Raiders can, you know, limit what they do in those first three quarters. I think they'll be suited to uh, succeed as Justin Herbert's, Justin Herbert's played really well uh, since becoming the starter for the Chargers. I think they'll be able to put up some points against the Dolphins' defense this week. So I'll take the uh, Raiders here. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, I mean, you saw what happened last week uh, to a mobile quarterback against the Dolphins. My Kyler Murray ripped them up. And I'm not saying, you know, Justin Herbert is as mobile as Kyler Murray. Of course he's not, but I think he's got some mobility to him. So I'm going to roll with the Raiders, too, just because, like you said, depending on if they can hold the lead until the late quarters you know, make that defensive stand and pull it out over the Dolphins. All right, so uh, my matchup prediction, I, I think I'm going to roll with Nick DeLucas here. Uh, I feel like he has more sure things in his lineup this week. I feel like Brady and Connor will definitely produce well. Uh, and then Henderson Jr., even though I picked against him in the matchup, I think he'll still be able to have a good day. And then he's got probably the two top options in the Bears passing game. While Team City, I feel like he's throwing out some question marks. You never know what Fournette's going to bring to the table. If Mixon's playing uh, and then going out on a limb starting Darnell Mooney, who's really been more of just a deep threat this game, might not even get a catch. Or he could have, you know, two catches for uh, – he's like a boomer bust type guy who could have two catches for like 100 yards and a touchdown. So uh, I'm going to go with the safer pick here, take Nick DeLucas, and really uh, – end. Team City's chances of making the playoffs this year. Too much for City to overcome, unfortunately. What the fuck? Can you... Damn, my bad. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Alright, my bad. It just like said I was disconnected. But yeah, I think um, unfortunately this is City swan song. Dan, don't take this too personally, but uh, I think it was just too little too late. Um... Nick, man, this is it. This is the win you need to get to six and four, maybe get up to the fourth spot, fifth spot if TY loses. You gotta capitalize, man. We we need you up here in the top five. I mean, right now it's getting pretty uh, clustered up here, but the top three look to remain solid. And I'm gonna take this time to talk some shit. I hear Go people ahead. calling Kyler Murray a midget. He's not a midget. He's kind of small, just a little small, but he can run you the fuck over like he has everybody else. And Bruner, he's going to run Cam Newton the fuck over. 
I'm gonna have Zach Moss and uh, James RB One Robinson kick your ass, and your DK Metcalf is a pretender. He's not the wide receiver one. You're playing the wide receiver one. He's going to murder you, Bruner. This is a warning. You're going to die. This is not personal. This is business for me to get to seven and three. And if you want to support my team after this win, I will take you for a beer and I will bring the Stella with us to the bar. It's a, it's a, it's a big statement by you, Chris, and you better hope you can back it up or you will be hearing it all week. I know that. Let me ask you something. Do I still look like a pretender? Uh, for, for a guy who doesn't have uh, any playoff experience that I know of, uh, I can't throw you into that, into that uh, elite realm yet. Damn, damn. I mean, I guess the, the full record could prove that since I'm completely last in overall standings. But that doesn't matter, goddammit. I'm going to fucking take – ooh, I'm going to take that championship, brother. And I'm going to bring it back to the NWO. You know what? I think – just had to cut a promo real quick. I think you're – you're in good shape, though, with Kyler. He's by far, I think, the best fantasy quarterback this year with what he's been was, able to do with his legs and his arm. I was saying in the group chat, I think the championship's going to come down to me and Paulie. Dalvin versus Kyler? Dalvin versus Devontae. Okay. All right, well, that's what uh, we got for this week in the Solo League. Uh, thanks, Chris, for hopping on, and we will Anytime. talk to you guys next week.